Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Good morning. Welcome to the Advent on this Pentecost Sunday. So, Pentecost is the second most important Sunday of the church year. You may, um, you may think that that's Christmas. Often that's sort of the way we think. And of course, the church year is organized around those, these two uh, cycles of the feast. But, but technically, Pentecost ranks above uh, the feast of Christmas. And the reason I believe that this is the case is because of the fact that today is the birth day of the church. This is the day that establishes really the, the, the new church, the Christian church. What we see on the day of Pentecost is an amazing reversal. If we go back to the earliest times, what we saw in Genesis was mankind trying to make himself God. We see that from the first moments of the Genesis story. Although we don't know how long Adam and Eve had lived before the fall, the, what we're told in Genesis, there isn't much time, let's say, at least as far as the story goes, Right away, we see Adam and Eve falling into sin. And what was that sin? To have their eyes opened, to, become, to have the knowledge of good and evil, to become like God. And the story doesn't end there. As the story continues, even later, we hear how the people are still trying to make themselves God. So what do they do? They decide they're gonna build a big old tower, the Tower of Babel. So they're gonna try to reach up to heaven and take what they think is rightfully theirs. And what does God do? He confounds them, right? He confounds the peoples and they all begin to have different languages so that it's harder for them to work together towards this purpose becoming God. Now, what's remarkable is as, as Christians, you've heard us say many a time here at the Advent that one of, our, one of our principles, one of our aims in the Orthodox Christian life is theosis, to become God, not in his nature. No, no one can become God. God is entirely otherworldly, He's not created like everything else. There's the created and the uncreated. Sometimes, you know, we often think of the supernatural and the natural. And yes, you can make some distinctions between the angels and the, and the evil spirits and, you know, the tree and the church, right? But really, the, the principal distinction in this world is between God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uncreated, and everything else created. The angels are created. Satan was created. 
these pews were created. And what's remarkable is that God has always, from the beginning, wanted us to share in that divine life. Recall as we talked last week about how God in Genesis was building a temple in the opening passages of Genesis. And just like a Greek temple would have had an image of Athena in the center of the temple, in the Genesis story, who is the image of the God in the temple that God just created? You and me, humankind. And so in doing that, in so creating us to be in that temple, God, even from the first pages of Genesis, has established this. And yet, we aren't supposed to be taking that by force, but rather through obedience. That's what we hear today. Jesus telling the disciples, right? If you, if you keep my commandments, you love me, and the Father loves you. As the psalmist says in Psalm 51, I desire not sacrifice, but obedience, right? So we are here to be obedient to God, and in so doing, we can become God-like. Again, not by that nature of, create, of created, uncreated, but by the grace of God, his free gift from the very beginning, the way he created us. And so, again, we hear in our passages today this dramatic reversal where the Tower of Babel and everybody's different uh, uh, languages with the coming of the Holy Spirit, we're all put back into everybody hearing the same language. And this was the free gift of God. This wasn't mankind trying to get it, right? Instead, it was one that was won by the obedience of the God-man, Jesus Christ his obedience to the Father that no one throughout history had fully achieved in the way that he achieved it. And therefore, as we saw now 10 days ago on the ascension, Jesus was rightfully seated and enthroned at the right hand of the Father, bringing our human nature right up in to the throne room of God. And by that, right, Jesus also accomplished what mankind was trying to accomplish at the Tower of Babel. He actually rose up to God, not by bricks and building some tall tower, but actually by lowering himself, humbling himself, being willing to sacrifice himself and die for you and me. And so if we understand this story, it should come as no surprise when 10 days later, 
the Spirit of God comes and reverses all of that, all of that curse of the Tower of Babel. And so for us, what we need to take away from a day like today is that we have to find in ourselves how we're going to serve the Lord obediently. We cannot believe that somehow in ourselves we have the power to take the kingdom for ourselves because we don't. We do not have that capability in us. And nor is that the way God ordained it. Rather, we must be faithful to Christ's teachings in our lives. And we hear those commandments every day at the beginning of our service to love God with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul, our whole body, every part of us. Just as Christ took on every part of us, we must give all of those parts, every part of us, back to God to be sanctified, to bring into theosis. It isn't just about converting our mind, it's about converting our bodies. So that we are a holy building. Instead of us building a, a tower to God, we must be building through obedience to Christ a temple worthy of the Holy Spirit dwelling within it. And in that, we also see this other fascinating, just, just awesome reversal where the entire creation was created as a temple to house us, the image of God, and on this day, Pentecost, we are the temple holding God. I don't, I don't even know how to begin to think about that, but I know it is an awesome, awesome thing. So let us each work to build ourselves into a temple a temple worthy of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, that he may come and build us even more extravagantly into the image and likeness of his Son, of God the Father, of God the Holy Spirit, so that we can renew this world, so that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, our Lord, to the world around us. Pray, pray to God that he gives you the strength to follow him rather than for us to try to continue to tell him what to do. Pray that God can give you the strength to to live your life with the sacrifice, the humility, and the obedience that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had. And pray that the Holy Spirit on this day and every day 
fill your temple with the Shekinah glory of God that the people around you see the pillar of smoke, the pillar of fire all around that shows them that you are indeed, that you are indeed the very dwelling place of God. By so doing, my brothers and sisters, we can be a light in this dark world. By so doing, we can reverse all of the divisions, all of the hostilities, all of the things that are not right with this world. We can be a part of the new creation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Father and the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.